podcast where indie video games and craft beer unite my name is jackie biter and i'm joined by my co-host casey tonight we are going to review plague inc a uh, strategy game where you concoct some type of dread ailment that uh, with the goal of destroying humanity and we will be pairing that with smutty nose brewing company's bouncy house ipa Halting the autopsy in order to notify the authorities. Request a full lockdown of this facility. Effective immediately. And so it's developed by uh, Plague Inc. is developed by Endemic Games. Uh, as previously mentioned, it is a strategy game with the plot being you create your own disease and attempt to infect the whole world to destroy mankind. You can do so by coming up with various symptoms, methods of transmission, and you kind of have to be strategic as to, okay, well, should I start it in this really heavily populated area and focus on, you know, making as infectious as possible there, or do I do it in Greenland and uh, hope for the best? So um, it's, it was a lot of fun to me. Um, okay. Uh, so... Um, it does have some kind of like music in the background and things like that. So, um, Casey, I know you just, I've been playing it for a while. It's available on mobile and it's a PC game as well, but I know Casey, this is the first time you've ever played it. So give us your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was really fun. I actually have not been able to stop playing it since I started. Um, it's weird. You know what I mean? Like my, my goal is to kill all of you, all of humanity, um, which is, you know, pretty sick, I guess, if mm. you think about it, getting people sick, but it's also pretty neat because like, I like that idea of strategizing, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to, um, you know, come up with something like, should I make them cough? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like, they'll spread it that way. Do you get to go, there's different modes like... Uh, how- do, you, do you want pus-filled boils to infect people? <laughs> and if you can't tell, Casey's not feeling so well himself. I have this game. Yeah, this game gave me a sickness. Um, what was one of the things... Oh, so transmission. So transmission of the diseases. Uh, you can go through mosquitoes, birds, air, rats. water, rats. Ventilation systems on airplanes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's a really cool way, just how to the disease gets spread and then you have symptoms and then you have, um, you know, your different abilities. Like if the disease can ward off uh, a cure, you know, how does it adapt to cold? How does it adapt to warmth? Um, all those kind of different things make it a really, really unique strategy game. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And it's worth noting, instead of like gaining XP and things like that, you're actually gaining DNA points, which are how you actually purchase the, um, how you actually get all of the like abilities, if you will, of the, um, of the ailment. So 
I, I've been, like I said, I've been playing it for quite a while, uh, and I just recently purchased the PC version, which actually has um, a multiplayer strategy component, which I'm eager to try. But uh, there was actually, um, and also the the game periodically does tie-ins with um, not necessarily current events. Well, they did one with do. Planet of the Apes. Yeah, you had to spread the simian flu, and, which I did. And right now, uh, we're recording this in early December, so right now there was also like a Christmas campaign on the PC one where you had to spread joy. Throughout the world, and, like people start banning like fun and mirth. And, really? Like, yeah, it's actually pretty oh. funny. I actually won that one, um, which is not surprising because I spread joy wherever I go. Um, I think that if, if there's that? any way to describe you, it's joy spreader. Exactly. My middle name is practically joy. <coughs> it's not really, but yeah. What? Um, yeah, there's three different modes of difficulty. There's you know, really, I guess, easy, um, just to kind of get a feel of the game. And then there's uh, normal, and then there's brutal. And brutal is brutal. I can't even imagine how difficult it is to kill all of humanity on brutal mode. I beat brutal on bacteria mode. Yeah, yeah. bacteria, yeah. And it, and then as you, um, as you progress and you beat certain scenarios, more scenarios open up. Um, and you can do, like... Viruses. Um. Yeah, there's bacteria, there's virus, there's, um, gosh, there's, I think there's one that's like disease, just like yeah, a normal disease. Just a normal disease. Um. Yeah, you can go through a bunch of different modes um, and play it that way. So it just keeps getting, the, the difficulty gets evolved as the different viruses and everything get evolved as well. And you can also, there are in-app purchases. They're completely optional, but there are like ways you can modify your genetics to kind of give you a little bit of a boost, I guess, in the way that all in-app purchases are intended so that you can kind of cheat without cheating, I guess. And on the PC, you can make your own um, contagion, which is, is pretty crazy. What? Yeah, yeah. So you should get in that and... The graphics are better, of course, um, which I thought the graphics were, I mean, they're very simple, but it's yeah. cool to see how, like, everything evolves. Um, and there's more stats. Uh, that was actually one of my favorite things about the game is the uh, is the stats that scroll by. So I know one um, that I thought was really funny was, like, CNN said that a dancing twig in a pot was this year's best Christmas gift. Nice. You know, a Guardians of the Galaxy group illusion. Mm-hmm. That was a funny one. Yeah. Um, and then there was a gamers start worshipping um, a helix or something. Yeah. Like a monolith of a helix, which I don't know what that was necessarily alluding to. I thought it was just alluding to the game. Probably. Like the normal, yeah, yeah. Probably. Um, oh, yeah. And also, I, um, when, I was, when I started playing it, they actually tied in the 2012 London Olympics. So it was like an event that would happen, and that was a way to help spread the contagion. So you would, uh, I guess, infect a country that was going to be going to the London Olympics, and then depending on the severity prior to the event, they either cancel it or they let it continue. And then, of course, everybody gets sick and send it home, and that's usually a help. But I need to update my game, because mine does say London Olympics. It might be, it might just be like a standard thing, I guess, depending on when your game actually starts, because it does give you like a... One of the statistics is, like, how long it takes to infect everyone. Yeah. So, and then and then the goal is to kill everybody before a cure is found. 
which yeah. is sometimes easier said than done. Uh, most of the time. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, there's little tips that pop up, you know, amongst like actually the scrolling ticker thing does help you as far as strategy goes, because it will say things like, um, so-and-so they shut down their borders. <clears throat> yeah. Um, like airlines are like, I don't know, upping their like virus. I don't know. Detection protocols and things like that. So yeah, it does kind of give you that. And then there's also, um, you know, like this country is getting rid of rats. So it's a country that may not have been infected yet. So maybe you should stop emphasizing on rat transmission or something. That's true. What is, um, what was like one of the strategies that you used to try to beat the game? I try to make it as contagious and as deadly as possible, like really, really quick. Yeah. Um, I've also started infecting like island nations. Like, that's where you start out? Yeah, like, like the place that's going to be the hardest to get, um, I start there. Greenland? It, um, yeah, or in Greenland Iceland. and Iceland. I think, yeah. I think the last one I tried on PC was Iceland, and I, it was becoming reasonably infectious, but it was, uh, that's like the one country that usually fares out, and I'm like, the Nords are going to take over the Earth. Yes, yes. So. I found that um, beating it on Brutal took me a while because it... Works the same way, but the only problem is is that um, it's a lot slower because like they cure faster mm-hmm. and then people die slower. So yeah, they're um, more like conscious of yes. their uh, of their hygiene. And, yes, like they eat all their they take all their vitamins and eat well. And yeah, they're uh, they're, they're a lot smarter in the brutal levels to um, stave off sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I start off. Uh, I like did some strategy, strategizing, strategery, if you will. Yes, um, started off at South Africa um, because I think it adapts better in the warmer climates. Mm. At first, the colder climates, I think, is harder. And then where it is is like it's right near South America and it's right near Australia. So I found that boats, doing things by boats and like rats on boats, like makes it easier huh. at first. And then you gotta start getting more creative. Yeah. And then I also keep, just as another strategy, I hold off doing any symptoms at all until everybody's infected. And the reason why is because once you start getting too many symptoms, then they start looking for a cure. So don't do any symptoms until everyone's completely infected. I'll have to try that. Just as an FYI. <laughs> yeah, it worked well that way. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I really, really enjoy this game. Like I said, I really have not stopped playing it since um, since you made me download it. Um, it's been out for a while, though. Like, hasn't it been out for a couple of years? It's been uh, out for quite a lot. The actually, <coughs> hilariously enough, the first um, the first ailment that you get when you, like, launch the game for the first time and you, like, download it and you've never played it before is PAX 12. I think it's been out since 2012. Oh, really? And it was kind of like a joke because when you go to a convention, you usually end up getting sick because you're around a bunch of people that are unwashed and <laughs> hygiene is questionable. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So that they, there's, you know, it's, it was, I guess it was the con plague, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's um, that's actually really funny now that you say that. Yeah, Endemic Games, um, they, they have it on the mobile platform right now. Um, as well as, like Jake said, PC. Um, you can also get it, yeah, for all mobile devices, like Android, Windows, Google, whatever. Um, they have plans, I believe, if they haven't gone already, to do it on consoles as well, which is um, going to be a more advanced version. Oh, they do. Xbox One has it. Nice. 
So if you're an Xbox player, uh, you can play it on that. And that one's got the more quote-unquote evolved version, um, like the PC. So hopefully, I have a PlayStation. I don't have an Xbox. Um, We get to see it on PlayStation Network. PlayStation Network used to be really good about getting indie games, like, right from the beginning for PlayStation 4. And then, like, all of a sudden, it just, like, dropped off. And I don't know if they, like, just said whatever or what, but, like, they were really, really good about it. Well, I mean, I think part of the... I think part of it is that Xbox is with Microsoft, so it maybe There's porting. probably way easier. Yeah, like if you build it on PC, yeah. porting it to Xbox One is probably way easier than porting probably it to doesn't PlayStation, any, which is like yeah. a completely proprietary thing. But PlayStation is getting ready to, just in the, we kind of skipped the news a little bit, but um, PlayStation's getting ready to, they started doing PS2 emulation. Um, San Andreas got put out the other day. Oh yeah, I saw that. And then they're also going to get ready, <clears throat> they have remote play which is what you can use your Vita and um, play, like, Destiny, for example, actually runs very well. So I'll have, you know, Destiny on, and if I just want to continue, like, the same way that the Wii U is supposed to be, but um, I think it actually works better with my Vita. What they're getting ready to do, because they kind of don't do much with the Vita, Vita does actually get, never mind, I take that back about Sony, Vita gets independent games like it's its job. Like, that's yeah. where you can play a lot of independent games. But um, they're going to get ready to do a thing where um, you can do PC remote play for PlayStation Network. That's going to be in the works. Oh, I think I heard about that. Cause somebody was <clears throat> telling me that, like, Destiny, at some point, you're going to be able to play... You're actually going to be able to play with people who have a console, which is, like, unheard of. That is That has been something that they've been you know, trying to do, I believe, since the first Xbox. Because it was, like, something that they... I remember when Halo came out, it was like, guess what? You're going to be able to play it on PC as well because we're all Microsoft. And I was like, that's crazy. Because at that time, I was in college, like, really early in college. Um, You know, we had the T1 connection, and it's, like, the fastest thing in the fucking planet. Mm -hmm. And I actually remember downloading the French version of Halo 2 before it came out to Xbox, like, at least two weeks beforehand. And everyone in the dorms is like, oh, my God, you have, like, that lightsaber that we called it at the time. <laughs> like, this is, like, the greatest thing ever, like, Halo 2. And um, so I was really looking forward to playing, like, against my PC, for, or vice versa, PC and Xbox friends. And never happened. Still hasn't happened. Um, what was that, like, 10, 15 years ago at this yeah, point? Yeah, it's, so, it's, like, one of those things. It's like, coming. It'll happen. Eventually. Right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, right around the corner in the way that, you know, I'm sure Half-Life 3 is right around the corner. What's the other big one? Half-Life 3 is like, yeah, the holy grail of video games. Yeah, it's I like, feel like there's another one too, though. It's, it's like, like Christmas and Narnia. It's never going to happen. Like Not Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a little bit more tangible because we've actually seen things from it. Yeah. But even saying, like, Fallout 4... Fallout 4 was Bethesda's worst kept secret forever. Yeah. Like, everybody was, like, the, one of the, the funny things was, like, Fallout 4 confirmed, and now it's finally out. Yeah. Then. Like, that was another one, but, yeah, it's definitely Half-Life 3 is one of those forever in mystery, in shadows. Okay. We'll see it. Steam's like, we'll get to it eventually. <clears throat> we'll see it. Um, all right, so... 
When can you get it? Uh, like we said, it's been out for years. Um, get it now. So go get it. Go get it. It's, it does cost money. <coughs> it was only 99 cents, though. Yeah. The um, the PC version, I think, was like nine ninety nine or something along those lines. I think I got it. There was a... Um, Steam sale. Yeah, I got it during like, the Steam sale on Black yeah. Friday weekend. Um, so, you know, just keep your eyes and ears peeled. I'm sure there will be another Steam sale at some point in the near future if you're a PC Mac person. Works on both. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's... A ton of fun. If anybody's interested at all, I'm totally willing to stream against my friend Jesse. So it'll yeah, be, it'll be fun. <laughs> it's it's an addicting game. It's you know, is it Candy Crush? No, because it's not as easy to pick up and put down. Like you can save it and start off from the last point. But at least for me, when I've been playing, it, it's like I just want to beat it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want to put it down casually. You wanna you wanna address the issue in one sitting? Yes. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. How long do you think it takes to beat a, a round? It depends. Um, I think I've beaten it in under an hour before. Really? But it was probably on, like, easy mode. Oh. There was, like, one point where I was playing it, like, when I was in and out of airports or something like that. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, one of those things that was hell-bent on finishing it in one sitting. So. Yeah, it's, um, so, I mean, it doesn't take forever, but it is nice to just to do it all in once. Oh yeah. Um, all right, so let's give our rating of the game. I will give it. I'll, I'll give it a nine out of ten. Okay. I really enjoy it. It's not like I like you said. It's not easy to pick up, but it's like it's a game that is brilliant in its simplicity. Yes. And the nice thing about it is, while it's kind of like dark subject matter, it doesn't seem so dark because you're not actually like seeing people dying in the streets. You just no, kind of have this, you don't like, see anything like that. Yeah, it's just kind of like you know. You're just an impartial destroyer of worlds. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I would also agree. I'm going to say a 9 out of 10. It's uh, it's highly addicting. Um, I like the I like that there is science behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you know, it is. And that's actually one of the things right at the beginning that one of the messages that pop up is, like, it, I think it says, imagine yourself in this scenario or like what would you do if this really did happen mm-hmm. you know sort of thing so i like that idea that oh hey you know what this is actually um something that could happen and like how would it evolve you know we've had the avian flu we've had the swine flu we have i think something right now going on with like um spinach and uh there's, ebola yeah there's an e coli there's yeah like e coli breakout yep. that's like Closing a bunch of Chipotle restaurants and yeah. like celery that's bad or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's right. Um, and then there's like some mysterious ailment in the Middle East that's like killing a bunch of people. Really? They're, they're screening people that are coming from the Middle East. Yeah, so I mean, like, these are real world scenarios. Um, and also, it tells you, like, this is more infectious than HIV. This is more infection than, this killed more people than the Black Plague. And this like, spread faster than. The Spanish flu. Yeah. So, I mean, you have, like, those historical um, little blurbs in there as well. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, the one point off, I guess, is, like, it's not a pick-up-and-go game. That's not a... I don't know why I'm giving it one point off. Graphics? I don't know. Eh. It really is a really good game. It really is. I mean, it stands the test of time. It's not, like, the most graphically intensive, advanced thing ever. But, it I mean, it holds its own. I used to play it on a 4S, and I have... Just as good of an experience, if not better, on my iPhone 6 and my my computer. Yeah. I would so. say definitely worth it. Um, whether you're downloading on your on your mobile device for a buck, 
it's way worth that. Um, or even the $10 on the PC because mm-hmm. better graphics, um, that design your own plague thing, you know, there's different settings and stuff like that. So, I mean, the game is a fun, challenging, and being able to play against somebody else on uh, PC and console, like, that's actually pretty cool. So. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that works. So I'll probably do, I'll do like a follow up post or something like that when I've actually had a chance to play with it. But yeah, it'd be perfect. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into our beer. Um, it. What does it smell like? Pine trees and pine trees cats and, and maybe feet. That <laughs> eh, might just be Gandalf. That might be Gandalf. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think it smells piney, honestly. Yeah. Lemony. I can I can smell that a bit. You know what it kind of smells like is um, a cough drop, one of those honey lemon cough drops. I, I do get that from it, so let's, yeah. uh, let's take a sip, see how it tastes. All right. Bottoms yeah. up. All right. Yeah, you definitely, you taste the pininess, like, right away. Yes. Um, and not much else. <laughs> is, that, is that your final thought? Uh, the, pine. That pine. Is my, that is my final answer. It tastes like pine. Yeah, it tastes like pine. Um, it definitely has lemon hints to it. Uh, on the, oh, you know what? So smelling it on the way out, doesn't smell that bad. <laughs> no, it doesn't doesn't smell bad. Yeah, the taste. I'm like, it's not really something. I'm not crazy about it, if you will. I'm definitely not crazy about it. Yeah, it's um, it's just okay. I mean, if you're looking for something that's <clears throat> not like a Budweiser or a like cheap beer, this is this isn't bad. I mean. Yeah, but I would almost like say, okay, so yeah, it's got a stronger taste than a Budweiser or some shitty, you know, champagne of beers. But at the same time, I'm like, why would I spend more money when this doesn't taste that much better? Exactly. Like, I'd rather just spend the, I don't know, $5 a six pack for Bush or whatever. Bro, Labatt, Labatt Blue is $6 for a six pack. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's wow. like $5.99 for a six pack. I didn't know that. Very inexpensive. I don't mind Labatt Blue either, though. I don't mind it either. <coughs> it's a good It's a good beer for chilling with your pals, with your mates. With your buddies, if you're in uh, Canada, where it's from. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, so very pine-tastic. Uh, um, the, the taste, uh, I definitely say it lingers on the ton tongue initially like it just really hits you and stays there yeah, it lingers but then it becomes like more bitter mm-hmm. and i don't love that well you're not a hoppy well neither one of us are i'm not really i'm not i'm not i'm not as adamantly opposed to ipas as i was i'm adamantly opposed to bad ipas okay i had a few that i like you might see some on the podcast um oh we should mention that can we mention that now we we can or we can wait till the end Okay, we can wait till the end. We'll wait till the end. We have something very... We have a surprise for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means we have to put out this episode soon. Yeah. I mean, if we did already mention that, that it's early December. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll we'll mention it then, then. All right, go on. Sorry. All right. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's okay. 
Yeah. Well, so, <clears throat> you know, uh, you can get it all year round, um, this beer. You could probably find it anywhere, honestly. Yeah, Smutty Nose is pretty common. I've seen it in a lot of different places. I got this one, you know, locally here in Weg- uh, here at Wegmans, though. Now that I think about it, Wegmans is pretty much expanding. Didn't you say it's almost in Virginia? It is in Virginia. There's yeah. one in northern Virginia. My, my brother. Oh, that's where your brother's working. Yeah, my yeah, brother works mind. for Wegmans, and they're actually building two in the Richmond area. I think they have one in Charlottesville, or they're going to get one. But yeah, they're expanding south, so... Which is awesome. Which, yeah, the other thing, too, is they've got awesome Virginia beers that you can't get up here. Oh. In the Virginia ones, so... So yeah, you'll most likely be able to find it in the uh, craft-a-pack section, or somewhere, um, you know, in your local... six-packs, beer shops. Might be able to find it in some well-stocked gas stations, which, curiously, are carrying more craft beer. Is it curious, though? Well, we I mean, started a podcast, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, like, it's just kind of funny, because where I'm from, like, you go into the gas stations, and it's all, like, crappy beer, like, Bush and right. Miller Light and crap like that, and, like, juice, or, uh, what is that one? Um, sparks? The Sparks beverages. Yeah. Um, like, the malt liquors. Yeah, the things that you drank in college that were a really bad idea then and are still a bad idea, but people still drink them. Yep. But, uh, yeah, like, it's... It, I bought... <coughs> I bought a six-pack of Devil's Backbone Vienna Lager at a Sheets. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They also had Sweet Baby Jesus, which is... Uh, I should have brought your bottle of it over. Yeah, yeah. I'll, it's okay. You'll get it I'm sure I'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you can get it all year round. You can get it all over the place. Um, Beer Advocate's giving it an 81 out of 100, uh, which I thought was a pretty favorable review of that considering i don't really like it considering we'll give our review after we tell you <laughs> why did we pair this beer with this game um honestly i was looking through wegmans and <laughs> there wasn't many choices we wanted to get what did we want to get clown there, shoes. there was a clown shoes beer it was like undead party crasher or something like that but i can't find it um at my like local wegmans um they i saw it at the penfield wegmans which they also have, like, chocolate sombrero from uh, Clown Shoes, which is actually pretty good, and I should probably get you a bottle of it at some I point. need to try that. Um, I also have a Zocal Bay sub. I don't know if I'm sharing that one with you. But. Okay. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the thing about the game, the Undead reason would have been good because there is a Walking Dead combo in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, if you combine, like, Things like a coma with like ne- necrosis, necrotic flesh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, which is pretty sweet. You can do that. Um, and also, though, there's a lot of things that make you go crazy. And I thought, oh, okay, if you're jumping in a bounce house and it's kind of like making you get out of your head and get out of your mind, um, that's why I decided to pair it with this today. Which is definitely reasonable, all things being considered. And when you see the picture. Um, you know, on the uh, on the article here, if you guys go to brewlist.com, you can see we always do like a little article to pair up with the podcast that we release. Um, the guy that's on the uh, like, I don't know if it's all Smutty Nose beers, they kind of do a Jones Soda thing where they have like people who submit pictures and they put it on there. And this one was like a guy mm. like jumping at a trampoline or jumping at a bounce house and he looks a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was uh, fitting for the game as well. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, well then let's, let's rate it. 
I'm gonna get. <coughs> I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Yeah. All right. Why? It's okay. It's just like beyond the hops. There's really not any flavors that I'm like ecstatic about. There's like it just tastes like. Would you call it a beer beer? <laughs> like just like if you went to a bar and you go, give me a beer and they gave you this. Yeah. You go, yeah, that's what that tastes like. Yeah. It'd be something that like, nah, I don't even know if a hipster would enjoy it. I don't think so. It doesn't taste shitty enough. Yeah. I mean. It has too much flavor to be a hipster beer. Yes. Uh, it's not, it's not watered down by any means. It's just, um, you know, the, the low alcohol content, I mean, it makes it easy to probably drink a bunch of them. But as I said, Give me a Keystone Light if I'm going to drink a bunch of beers or yeah, whatever. Exactly. I'm not going to waste my time and energy or and and money. Money, yeah. To pay more money to get just as fish naked. Yeah, I would say um, I'm going to I'm going to give it a five out of ten. I don't hate it. I don't want to give it above a five though because it's like. It's so just run-of-the-mill. So a five is my run-of-the-mill rating for it. Um, I wouldn't seek it out. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody unless you're you're really just a fan of, like, beer-tasting beer. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you're, a, you're a very vanilla drinker, as they might say. Yeah, or you're going to buy this for somebody that you know who's like, oh, I want to get a li-. You want to have, like, an adventurous beer, but you have somebody coming over who's, like, a PBR fan. Like, this might be acceptable. Yeah, who is that person? Not, I don't want to meet this person. Uh, my father-in-law's in a PBR. Oh, really? Hi, Tom. Um, it's not like... So, I'll drink PBR. Like, I'll order it from the bar because I don't think it tastes like shit completely and it's like $2. I have no desire to drink PBR ever. Really? I've never had it. Oh, my God. Really? Ever? Call it hilariously, then you can't say anything. You yeah, gotta try it. Hilariously, people call it People's Beer of Richmond because Richmond has become such a hipster city. Oh. So, yeah, it's actually kind of funny. Now they have Stone moving in. Um, yeah. They're going to have their own brewery in Richmond and that's going to be awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not... It's, it's good. Try PBR. I'll try PBR. I'll get you one PBR. You gonna get me a tall boy? Yeah, I'll get you. And then I'll wear my flannel shirt, my skinny jeans, and I'll get like a slouchy hat. I'll give you my glasses. (laughs) And I can stand there ironically while I drink it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. It'll be so great. I can't wait. You know you have all those things too. I don't own a flannel shirt. You don't own a flannel shirt? I can get one. Okay. Yeah. Skinny jeans I do. Uh, (laughs) Um and I think you have ironic uh, glasses. Yeah, I have fake nerd glasses. Right, cool. I have actually have a pair of ironic glasses that are like the same color. Right. Um, so anywho, uh, yeah, this is your non hipster hipster beer. It's uh very run of the mill. Uh, too cool to be a hipster. Too beer. cool to be a hipster beer. All right. So let's, uh, you know, let's get to, let's, let's announce the thing that we were going to talk about that we haven't talked about yet. All right. So if you're listening to this right now, or roughly after we've released it, um, from December 1st to 25th, we're going to be doing the ad, uh, Brewlist Advent Calendar, where basically every day we're going to be reviewing either a game or a beer or a gift. Um, December 1st, we did a review of IndieBox. So if you're interested in that at all and want to see like pictures and stuff and um, learn more about it, that is at Brewlist.com. It's uh, day one. And uh, we have beers from all over the place so far. It's only like New York beers, but we've got, you know, we've got some surprises. We're going to be, yeah, we're going to be expanding out um, 
I know, yeah, we have some plans to, to get outside of the New York area, but the games are all all over the place yeah. for right now. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming up every single day up until Christmas. Um, so, And we also plan on doing a winter-themed episode. I don't know if we'll do it before Christmas. I guess we have – so here in New York State, I don't know if you guys might be in Florida. You might not even know what winter is, but winter kind of lasts – for like at least four months. Yeah. Um, so our winter themed episode could come out anytime between now and March. Yeah. Or but April. We'll, if or it's April. a particularly bad winter. Yeah. Like last year. But, um, you know, we'll definitely be working on a, well, we should do a festive, you know, like festive beer episode. So that would probably be out. We could like, do, well, I have all that. Well, so like <coughs> right now I have three, or four of the total Omegang Game of Thrones collaboration. Oh, that could be oh. something. That might be an episode that we might be hinting at already. <laughs> that we have not yet fully conceived of, yes, but yes, now yes. we're obligated to create yes. because they know about it. We put um, it on, on wax, so yes. it's it's in there. It's in the yes. ether. <laughs> yeah, and also, if you haven't seen it yet, um, Pumpkin Party, which was our Halloween-themed episode where we paired a bunch of craft beers and murdered people at my house while also reviewing the game Party Hard. Um, yes. That is up on YouTube, so go and check it out and share it with your friends if you think it's funny. Uh, a lot of a lot of our friends were there, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, and, and the I, game's great. Exactly, the beers were mostly great. Mostly good. Mostly great. Mostly good. Yeah, so um, lots of good things in the pipeline. Um, obviously, yeah, check out Brewless.com because that that has the most up to date stuff, and as well as our Facebook page, um, Instagram, Brewlist, Twitter. All those are Brewlist. I yeah. like that we own all those. Because uh, I got, I, I went at it. Yes. I just went all in. You did a very good job. Oh, and also, we don't mention it enough, but we do have an untapped. Um, the thing about our untapped account is that we mostly, like, we'll check in, but we save the reviews of the of the beers for the podcast or for the website. So you can follow us. You can recommend beers to us, which we would absolutely love for you to do. And we like to see what you guys are drinking. Um, it's just that we'll save the actual reviews and the ratings uh, for the podcast only and the, and the website only. So just so you know. But we would like you to be our untapped friends. Um, where can you listen to us? You can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you are on iTunes, you know, you can subscribe to us. Please rate and review and tell a friend if you like what you hear. Um, Stitcher is another place you can listen to us. That's for Android people. I mean, you can listen to it, like, on its own, but I got Stitcher for Android people because that's what I've heard. If you guys have any other recommendation, it's fine, but that's for the people who don't have iTunes who are Android users, mm -hmm. even though most of our friends are Apple users. No offense. I know some very nice uh, – no, Android people. Jason. I was just going to say, being your husband, being one of them. Yeah, it's kind of hysterical that he's so adamantly Android yes. and so adamantly Apple slash yes. Mac. Oh my gosh. Uh, alternatively, if you guys have any beers or games you'd like for us to review or that we should check out, give us uh, send us an email at brewlist at gmail.com and uh, we would love to hear from you. Absolutely. So... Uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, just remember, stay thirsty and play indie. Have a good one.